Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast. I'm Julie, mom of twins, and I'm here to bring you self-awareness infused strategies to get you through the day without feeling so scattered. I don't think it's too far-fetched to ask you if you ever feel frustrated, resentful, bitter, or even hurt on a daily basis. And I've come to really firmly believe that much of that is the result of a lack of setting expectations and communicating those, and also requesting others to communicate with us their expectations. Today, I'm going to go over several examples of what this really looks like on a day-to-day basis as a mom and how we can really reduce our mental load and our frustration by doing these two simple steps. Don't skip out early on me today because it's so important to hear all the different examples so that it brings to mind all the different parts of your day that really could be impacted by this. And especially when dealing with your kids towards the end of this, you really need the next step when you're sharing expectations. There's like an important component of this if you want to actually get change that you need to implement as well. So hang in there with me, maybe have some paper for notes to write down all the ideas and possibilities as they come to mind throughout this. So let's get right into it. The more and more conversations and interactions that I have on a daily basis with anyone just continues to affirm this idea that we're going to talk about today that I always bring it back to every situation where there's a problem or a frustration. I can almost always bring it back to a problem with expectations, with setting them and sharing them. These are the two pieces that are crucial to all interaction with other people. And it's something that seems simple and basic, but as you dig into this and as we go through examples, I think you're going to find you are frustrated at times and you don't know why because you haven't set your expectations. And then you're feeling resentment or frustration or hurt because you haven't shared those expectations or someone hasn't shared their expectations with you. The problem is we're not on the same page. We don't have to agree, but it's pivotal to at least be on the same page. So let me really go through this today by just going through a bunch of examples of what this looks like and where this just has a domino effect of issue after issue throughout our days that can be resolved by simply setting and sharing expectations. And that communicating part is a big piece because it only goes so far to set the expectations you have for yourself and others. And you are like, you've got that in your mind and like, okay, check the box. I know what I want and life is good. Well, you're setting yourself up (laughs) to be disappointed over and over again when other people don't know what you want, even if you think they should. And that is where I want to start because we will always fall back on 
well, they should know without me telling them, right? Like how many times do you get an attitude with your husband or your kids? Like they should know this. I should not have to tell them. They have two eyes of their own. They can see what's going on. Well, I'm sorry to say that's not a completely fair approach. Hear me out because I think you will agree that we are all designed differently. We all learn differently. We all communicate differently. We all receive love differently. Like we are unique individuals. So to make a blanket statement that they should know isn't exactly fair. And so I think you can see what you're doing right now isn't working and that there's room to try a new approach. So listen in, let's go through this. Because in this idea of us all being different, we aren't all bothered by the same things. Or even if we are bothered, let's just take the home and like you and your spouse. Maybe you are both bothered by the trash being full, but not to the same intensity. Like for you, every time you walk by, it's driving you crazy that the trash can is so full, it's beginning to overflow. And every time you walk by, you've got the eye roll and you're like, oh, I cannot believe he hasn't taken the trash out yet. Like, why am I the only one noticing this? Why am I the only one that cares? Trash is falling out of the trash can on the floor and everyone's just leaving it and walking by. And so you are brewing and steaming all day long. Maybe you've done a test and you like just keep on going for days to see how long it'll go till someone does something. That's a clear example. Like, yeah, maybe your husband has noticed and he's like, ah, trash is full. I need to take that out. But it's not bothering him constantly. It's not in the back of his mind and other tasks like popping in his mind that, oh, yeah, that needs to happen. It may not be working the same way. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And maybe for him, it's like, yeah, at some point in the next couple of days, it'll happen. Like, no big deal. I'll, I'll get it up. And for you, that is just unacceptable. But you each are entitled to your feelings about this overflowing trash can. And neither is necessarily right or wrong. But you have to decide what is acceptable as a unit in your home. You have to set the expectation and share it. So let's run through this conversation of like, hey, I know you usually take the trash out and I'm really grateful for that. It is overflowing and it is really stressing me out every time I walk through. And I get it that maybe it doesn't bother you as much and it's on your radar and I know that. I just wanted to share how much this affects me throughout the day. Like it bothers me a lot. So I just want to see how we can work together on this. Like is this something, A, for you that you need to be willing to take the trash out yourself? Whoever sees the trash being full takes it out. Or have you established like, hey, I'm doing so many tasks around the house. Like, husband, this is your job no matter what to take the trash out. Like, have you ever had a conversation? Because maybe he's thinking, well, you saw it full. Why didn't you take it out yourself? Why are you getting mad at me? You know what I mean? This can turn into a vicious circle of unpleasantness. So, let's figure out what is the established rule around the trash. Like, is it literally whoever is seeing it full? 
Is it one person's job? Do you alternate? What do you want to do? What do you want this to look like? Like This is your opportunity to be like, hey, I want to come up with a plan of how to deal with the trash because it is stressing me out like crazy. And I know for you that seems ridiculous, but this is legitimately how it's making me feel. So can we work out a plan? And you work out the plan. But it's not going to help just you ruminating over this (laughs) forever and just being angry all the time that the trash is constantly full. Let's do another one. Let's let's go with your kids' rooms and being messy. Again, for some reason as moms, we see something and it goes in our brain and it is there to stay. It sits on the couch. It gets comfy, turns on the TV, and it is there. Whatever you have seen is making its home. So that messy room you walk by, it is not out of sight, out of mind. It's popping in your head. And every time you go past that door, whether you see it or not, you're like, oh, I cannot believe their room is this messy. I can't believe I've raised a kid that lives like this. And the whole spiral of now it's moved on beyond just our kid having issues. Now we're a horrible mom. Like it's, it's really intense and everything. So what do we do? Like, how do we not settle for just being annoyed and frustrated all the time? Like, that's my beef, you guys. That's why I'm here on the podcast because I get frustrated by hearing the same complaints and the same situations and people being frustrated and bitter day after day over the same thing that could be improved easily. And I am guilty. I am not angel over here of not having any of these issues. We're in this journey together, but I'm calling us all out. Like, why are we complaining over and over and over again? When are we going to make some changes? And yes, there are things beyond our control, but let's make sure we've done our due diligence and done our best to set and share expectations to make it better. Instead of spending all our time annoyed and bitter and resentful and finding ourselves snapping at our kids and our family so easily, why do you think that's happening? Because you're constantly stacking one thing after another. You're frustrated by the trash. You're frustrated by your kids' rooms. You're frustrated about the lack of food and everyone eating it all. And you're frustrated about your room being not clean and your closet being a mess. And it's all those things. When you're snapping so quickly at people, it's because it's all those things that have camped out in your brain are all taking over and yelling and screaming in your head. And there's no capacity. There's no bandwidth buffer to deal with anything. I'm getting all ranting out here, but I'm like, okay, there's, there's room for improvement. There's room to make this better. Let's try, let's work on it. So back to this messy room thing with your kids, how do we approach this? What are the expectations? Because your expectation of what a clean room looks like for them may be different than it is for them. They may not be bothered to the same intensity that you are, and you may have to lower your expectations and that's okay, but you need to have a conversation and you need to go through and be like, Hey, show me what a clean room looks like to you. What makes you feel good and proud to be in your space? What can you work with and feel good about? Not what you think I want, but what works for you and see what works for them. Find compromise where you need to, to be like, hey, I, it seems like clothes on the floor doesn't bother you at all. Okay. 
Maybe the compromise, at least they're all in one pile. Maybe they're not in a basket. Maybe they're at least in a pile altogether instead of spread all over the floor. I mean, we're not going for the gold star here. We're just trying to find compromise when it's an issue. If it's consistently a problem, then let's figure out some compromise lines and shared expectations of like, hey, your room is below your expectations right now. And it's really a struggle to get in and bring your clean clothes in, or it's really a struggle for you to put anything away because there's so much on the floor. Just communicating the issues, not that it's just barking orders of clean your room. Like, why do we have these expectations? Let's share the full comprehensive situation here. We can't take for granted that what they're doing is not good enough. And why don't they see that? That may be good enough for them. They may not care about that. Maybe they just need to be encouraged and taught how to set expectations for themselves. And they're frustrated by their room too, but they don't know how to make it better. Maybe this is a teaching time for that. Like be open to receiving from someone else what works for them and working together on a better solution. Let's move on to making dinner like different responsibilities in the home. Like maybe you are, you've had a full day, you're there trying to make dinner, your husband gets home and is chilling on the couch and the kids are going crazy and you're dealing with the kids and doing dinner and you're starting to get pretty annoyed (laughs) and maybe rightfully so, but maybe he is just oblivious to him. He's like, I have earned this quiet time. I have been at work all day earning, I have done my part and I am not checked in yet. I am taking a break and he doesn't see a problem with it. Nothing's going to change if he doesn't see a problem with it. All that's going to happen is the same thing over and over again and you continuing to be upset. Is that what's happening right now? Is that what your story has been? Let's have a conversation. Do you like, hey, I know you have worked so hard and you deserve a little break you know what? I would love one too. Let's figure out our nightly routine where we can each get a few minutes of sane time. Right now I'm struggling to make dinner while the kids are going crazy. Can we pick a different time for your time out? (laughs) And just any kind of conversation to work through like, hey, how do we navigate this parenting thing at dinner time and share responsibilities and make it where we both feel as fulfilled as possible? And one of us not being resentful. Like, how do we do this? And genuinely, without an attitude, be like, hey, vulnerable chat here. I'm struggling. How do we help me come up with some solutions? Help me come up with a plan. This is the tone of the conversations we want to have. And it could be similar. Maybe it's like bedtime routines and you want help with that and you're not getting it. Like, it's the same need for a conversation. And This can go in a ton of different directions and how many times we're frustrated with our kids and maybe we just haven't clearly set expectations on getting dressed or brushing teeth and when we do those things or when it's okay to jump around, what places are okay to run around in and what places aren't. What do we do when we're angry? Like, how do we handle that when we're at home? How do we handle our anger when we're in the car? How do we handle our anger when we're in a store? Like it's never going to be perfect, a hundred percent, no issues, but let's have some conversations and set those expectations of what is acceptable 
and be willing to be empathetic to their needs and understand none of us are robots that can just turn things on and off with a switch and that there's real feelings, good and bad, and all of those have reactions, (laughs) emotional reactions that come out of us for all types of feelings. They're all okay. We just learn how to manage those in different circumstances and scenarios. And that's where just communicating that and giving your kids permission to communicate their expectations and their feelings and work through things instead of just stifling and not allowing responses or just making demands without any empathy or understanding. Like actually having communication and working through issues and not just being upset at people. Like let's focus on the issues. Um, That reminds me of a great conversation I had with Val Harrison, a practically speaking mom. Stop focusing on the people and focus on the problems. And that's how you move forward. And that's how you avoid resentment because you're just attaching everything to the person. And that overflowing trash can is now identified with your husband. It's no longer about the problem. It's inseparable of like that is linked to your feelings about your husband. So let's separate things out. Let's separate issues and problems away from the people for a minute and see if we can figure those out without stacking on all these negative emotions to a person. And that's going to give us way more bandwidth to handle anything that comes up, any frustrating times. We're not bringing that whole wagon load of all the other issues. Let's look at that one issue. And yes, we do, like, don't get me wrong, this is comprehensive and um, a holistic approach, but I think we need a refresh button sometimes, a restart of like, okay, let's separate everything out, let's figure out some issues that we can improve on and make better and take off the plate. So it's not so much that we're digging through and feeling bitter about when we're interacting with someone. Like, let's clear some things off. Whatever we can clear off, let's do it. So that's my challenge for you guys to just kind of think through every person in your family and what are some honestly silly issues that you are just carrying around that your husband's socks are always on the floor in the living room and so are your kids and you're just super annoyed by that and frustrated and so you're just coming at your kids frustrated as soon as you see them get home and start taking off their shoes because you're automatically thinking about that problem. Let's figure out the problem or let's be like, you know what? This is just part of me taking care of my family. That's one small thing I can do and it's not a big deal. Let's figure out which things aren't a big deal, which things are us able to serve our family and bless our family, and which things do we really need to teach proper habits and have the conversations and really work through. And only you can decide what's right or wrong here of what works for you, what's worth going down that path and what isn't. There is no manual of like, these are the acceptable issues and these are not. Like this is per home. This is per family where you have to decide for you guys. Because again, you're all wired differently and you're going to have to work through that. But nothing is ever going to get better if you don't begin to set and share those expectations. That is what it comes down to. So I challenge you every time you're feeling bitter or annoyed or frustrated, 
to take a hot second and be like, could this be made better by understanding my expectations and their expectations and coming up with a new solution here? Is this an expectation problem or is it a different, like just strictly a lazy issue or disobedient issue or whatever? Like just stop and be like, have we ever recently? And with kids, this is not a one and done, unfortunately. It's going to be over and over. But have you recently had an expectation setting conversation? And have you taught how to take the steps to do it? So if you're frustrated by the socks on the floor, and that is a big issue and not acceptable, and they need to take it to the room to the laundry basket, have you worked with them to build a routine to be like, hey, Let's walk to your room to take your shoes off because then when you take your socks off, it's easy to throw them in the hamper. Or we have put a little basket in the living room because nothing else has worked. But if there's a basket in the living room for dirty socks to go in every night before we go to bed, we can go dump those in a basket. Like there's no right or wrong. Like that may be completely not an option for you. That's fine. But for one of you, that may be a solution. It doesn't matter. Just find the solution and work together with the other person to figure out a system or a routine or steps that are going to help them reach that goal, reach that desired behavioral change or emotional change. Like you can't just say it and not facilitate steps to improve it, especially with kids. They're going to need to be taught how to do it. And that's where we're like, are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. (laughs) Because again, is it happening now? How many times have you said something and it not happened? And yes, I know you're going to come at me, but like I've showed them, keep trying and try different solutions. Make sure it's coming from an angle that works for them, not just you dictating the process. Think about them and what's going to work for them. If you want to have a change, you have to go through these processes. Nothing is too small to work through. Just start with one thing that's popping in your mind right now, one thing that really irks you and drives you crazy. Let's break it down into super small, tiny steps. Have a conversation, show some options of how to resolve it, take their feedback, figure out a plan that works. And then you become the accountability person of like, hey, I noticed those are on the floor. It looks like you chose a different solution today. Did you mean to do, do you have a new idea to share with me? Or did you just forget our new system to make sure your socks don't end up on the floor? It seems over the top, but that is how you facilitate change. You have conversations and you find the systems that work. And then it just goes on its own and you don't have to fight about it constantly. If you start to go through this process at home and are trying to share expectations and are struggling to get results from your family and get improvements, please utilize the strategy session with me where you can pick my brain and just share what's going on and I can give you some fresh eyes and perspective because a lot of times that's all we need. We just need someone unbiased to the situation and with clear, fresh perspective to see all sides of the story and help find steps forward. Just help find those little gems that get you moving forward and get you solutions. So just go to the show notes and click on that strategy session 
And I'm really looking forward to partnering with you to get improvements because there's no reason for you to stay stressed out and struggling when you're like, I'm trying to do the thing. I got you. I'm here. I got your back. Please connect with me. So put in the work up front, have the conversation, make the change, and let's just see life get a little bit easier. Let's take some mental load away. Let's take some burden off of you. So I would get out a piece of paper and just kind of brain dump some of the key frustrations you have on a daily basis. Like what are some of those triggers like stuff on the floor, trash, dishes, home workout, stuff on the table? What are the things? And let's have some family communication with new systems we can do to improve that. And it's going to probably take some trial and error, but just start with one or a couple things and work on those expectations and systems and just slowly start to see things improve and get better and better. And you can cross things off as you work out options that are happening the majority of the time. It's not an issue anymore. That's a huge win. We're just building little pieces, one on top of the other. They can feel so small and tiny, but when you get to like 10 of those tiny things or even 20 of those tiny things, that's a massive shift in your day where all of a sudden you find you're less stressed. All of a sudden you find more time in the evening because you're not doing all these extra things and you're not spending all your time being mad. This is tiny, but life altering changes. I'm not even kidding. Like just these little things make such a big impact. So make your list and start working on this and reduce all the current frustration and resentment and hurt and bitterness that you're feeling right now. It's time to set and communicate expectations. Thank you for being here with me and letting me share these insights and what's on my heart. And I just pray this really opens your eyes and provides opportunities for improvement in your relationships and in your home and having a way that feels doable to take steps on making your motherhood easier, making your marriage a little bit easier and finding all those little pieces that can be improved that makes such a big difference when combined all together. I can't wait for you guys to just have your eyes opened as you go through your days to have this episode pop in your head and be like, oh, this is probably an expectation problem and start to troubleshoot it and find solutions. I am legitimately so excited for this process that I want you to share with me. Please email me or message me on Instagram and let me know what you're working through. And I want to hear the changes that it's making. And if you're still struggling, I've got the strategy session. You can head to the show notes and click the link and we can talk. And it would be my honor to dedicate some time with you to figure out solutions that will work and that will help you. So I am here for you. And I can't wait for you to start improving that process of setting and communicating your expectations with your family. 